If you have been wondering or thinking of redesigning your brand to fit your style, then you're going to really enjoy today's guest because I've got somebody who makes branding a lot of fun. Let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed, painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that I have yet to cover on the Be In Demand podcast, and that is branding. And I have a special guest, and she's all about branding. Um, Kristen, can you just like give us like a little, like give us the cliff notes to who you are? Sure. Well, thank you for having me. And so I can't believe you haven't talked about brand or branding on here. Um, I think it's just everything. But uh, so I call myself a branded marketing mixologist. I'm with the district brand bar. I live in Washington, D.C. That's the district part. I um, have helped rebrand a lot of organizations and, you know, work in branding, marketing, communications, everything brand. Uh, That's the brand piece. And then I have I love for cocktails. And I think there's just a lot of lessons around mixology and marketing and branding. And so I pull that all together in my business uh, and I help uh, mostly solopreneurs and small businesses craft their unique brand and create an effortless marketing strategy. Wonderful. All right. I just got to like, we got to dive into the le- what you just said, the yes. lessons from mixology yes. into branding. What does that mean? So I think, you know, think about t- like a cocktail, right? And you have your like core ingredients or you have your recipe. So my, one of my favorite uh, cocktails is a Negroni and the recipe is so simple, right? It's one part, one part, one part, one part gin, one part like Campari, one part sweet vermouth, but you can really have fun with it and mix it around. Is it shaken? Is it stirred? Are you switching out the Campari for some other kind of Amaro? Uh, you can switch out the gin for Mezcal. So I think it's really about just like taking these lessons of like, you can have this like formula that works for everyone, but find your unique recipe within that uh, and sort of make it your own, make it tailored to what your audience wants. Uh, and so I think just the way I like to have fun with it. I like to have a lot of fun with my brand. Uh, and so I'm always finding analogies and, and ways to sort of mix things up and shake things up uh, to where you're finding your unique thing, but making it very simple by following a recipe because I'm all about what is efficient, effective, and effortless. Right. I love what you just touched on about, I love to make my brand fun. And I've like watched you over on Instagram and yes, your branding does look a lot of fun. And I think I even complimented you on like, like you're using orange, which is not a popular color. It doesn't, it doesn't look good on everybody. Like I don't, it certainly doesn't look good on me, (laughs) but like you use it so well, but back to the fun stuff. Yeah. um, I've never heard anybody say like your branding should be fun. It's always like it should represent you. Like it's got to be I mean, serious. So I like to think I'm a fun person. So I don't know. But like, I, you know, one of my like life mottos is finding the joy in everything that you do. And when I started my own business and realized like, 
it's just me. I have no team to fall back on. Like this is going to be me living my personal and professional brand like day in and day out. I need it. I need to enjoy it. I need to have fun with it. I can't take it too seriously. So, you know, it is a business, but it is still something that every day I have to come back to. And it has to be something that I enjoy. And that when I look at my brand and I, you know, the colors, I have my brand colors, they come from my favorite cocktail, which is an Aperol Spritz. It's a little bit like a Negroni, right? It's another formula that you can play with in the same family. Uh, so I look at that and I go back to Italy and I'm like, yes, like this is what I like. <laughs> Love this. Love this. So tip number one, have more fun with your brand. Yes. So what do you think is the biggest mistake that people make Mm -hmm. when it comes to branding? Yeah, I think it's that they stop with their logo or their look and feel. So let's get into like the difference between like a brand and branding and your brand identity. And to me, your brand is everything that like someone experiences, like a you know, of your business. So they're not experiencing the financial, the accounting, the legal, the project management stuff, right? But they are experiencing like any any way that they interact with you, what their client journey is like, what is the experience from, you know, discovering you, seeing someone post about you, referring you, seeing an Instagram post, visiting your website, what's the messaging that they get through your email, uh, when they work with you as a one-on-one client, you know, do they feel taken care of, you know, afterwards? So it's, it's truly to me, brand, your business's brand is every touch point that someone has with it. Um, branding then is sort of all of those like assets and tools that help you, uh, create and represent your like brand at large. So I think a lot of people, they do, they're like, okay, I'm going to have this designer create a logo, uh, and give me like a style palette and I'm going to slash the logo here. I'm going to like use the colors, but then I'm going to just sort of go off on my own. And because, you know, maybe I'm going to throw in this other color and then maybe I'm going to use this other font. Uh, I'm going to say this one message today and then like tomorrow it's going to be completely different and there's going to be no through line. Uh, so really they just like, it, they stop there, but they don't understand that it's about your content pillars. It's about your messaging, your brand values, your unique position, who your audience is, your marketing strategy, which channels you are. I mean, it branding to me like covers it all. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I know. And so that is a lot. So we can really like, we can, just, we can put the marketing stuff aside, but I do think it's part of the recipe, but you know, I do think one of the biggest mistakes is that it's not cohesive um, because they haven't sat back and or reevaluated. I think you reevaluate every year and like, re- you know, define say, okay, these are the messages. It's still relevant. This is still who I am. This still aligns with my audience. It still aligns with my services that I'm offering. Yeah. You know, I look back on like my beginning days, you know, which (laughs) was quite, you know, like I've been in the entrepreneurial world longer than I was in the actual working world, Mm. you know, work as an employee. And you're right. Like, it was just like, it was, you just got a logo. Yes. And then tried to figure it out from there. Yeah. And I almost feel like the branding was like, okay, like I'll do the branding when I get to that point in my business versus- starting Mm -hmm. with the branding, because I hear what you're saying now, because I've got all this years of experience, 
but hearing you talk about this brand experience and how it's like it's cohesive through everything yeah. sort of reminds me about when I work with with a clients and even when I worked with executives was what's your leadership style yeah what's your speaking style like I always have this I've had this belief for a long time that you need to decide what that is and mm-hmm. not let somebody else like the audience or when I did leadership, you know, it was about don't let your team decide this for you. You decide what kind of speaker you want to be. Yeah. So that's 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 kind of what I'm hearing from you is decide first. Yes. I would say, you know, you want to decide first, but also it is okay to continue to evolve. It's just it's about small tweaks, right? Like I am regularly updating the messaging on my website or updating the photos or whatever it is, you know, I'm I'm tweaking my Canva templates for my Instagram, but it's small tweaks, right? I'm not going through rebrands every couple years. It's just sort of like, it's evolving as I grow, but I'm still like have that through line of being cohesive to like, who, what makes my brand unique. Mm, okay. And what's important about that uniqueness? Well, it's memorable. Number one, I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a lot of people that I will come across in this sort of like online business world that's like, oh, you're the cocktail girl or you're the mixologies. And like, I don't think you have to have a theme to be memorable or unique, but you do need to show your personality and stand out among the crowd, right? Um, and I think it's just about almost not being generic or cookie cutter. And that doesn't mean that you have to have this like super exciting brand or theme or feel like your personality has to be like, you know, rock star type. It can just, you're really, it's about leaning into what makes you, you, uh, and that's going to help you stand out. Okay. So what makes you uniquely you, Mm -hmm. um, to give your brand a little personality like yours is mixology. Can you, can you give a couple of other examples of some of your clients who have kind of used something unique? Cause that's really interesting. Cause I think it's really interesting that you're using um, the mixology. Right. Um, but I like how, but there's such a strategic like reason. You're just like, it's this little, it's this very interesting formula. You can change different part, different ingredients. Right. And you still have the same drink. Right. I really, I mean, I like that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready to leverage speaking as your best form of marketing? There are over 7,500 events looking for speakers every single day. Speaking positions you as the expert in the room, but you probably don't know where to start. So I created this great resource called the Directory of Places to Speak. This resource will help you get started today. So head on over to speakandstandout.com forward slash directory to grab your free copy now. Don't miss this opportunity to be the expert speaking to audiences filled with your ideal clients. (laughs) So, and I think it's, you know, I have one client who, um, she is a business consultant and sort of somewhat of a career coach, uh, but she really takes a lot of her experience from being um, raised British, but in China. And so she has this sort of like Eastern philosophy, sort of the, a little bit of a British mentality, like get to work. It's not this, like, I know it's very different from just like a normal coach in the U S but she really leans into it and how her values are around that and the way that she approaches this like pragmatic 
approach to her work and to her clients. And it really, I think, like makes her stand out differently, right? She is not this um, super outgoing personality. Uh, it's not, you know, I think you wouldn't call her bubbly or anything, right? But it's like, you can see from, you know, the work that we did together with like within her messaging and the way that we did her brand photo shoot and just everything, like how it all comes together that um, the way that she works with her clients is really grounded in who she is. And I think there's ways of sort of like talking about that in your brand that again, doesn't have to come across in this like fun theme, but uh, you know, there's other people that maybe they're they're really more um, research or data focused or they love numbers or they love systems and routines. And so, you know, their content and the way they talk about their work is going to be grounded in that. And that is going to set them apart from someone else in their field that, you know, then they're going to attract that that type of audience, too. Okay, you've touched on a few other things that I really want to point out for yeah, people who are listening. <laughs> that brand is so much more than just the logo and colors. You know, just hearing you say like the brand photo shoot, you worked on the brand photo shoot, you know, what she's talking about. I mean, you did very early on in the show, yeah. like talk about like content pillars, but I really mm-hmm. just want to emphasize that for people to hear that your brand is, for lack of a better word, everything. Every to me, it is everything that's sort of like external, right? So again, like if you're a business, um, and that's what when you have a cohesive brand, it's that's what honestly is what sets you apart from everyone else and sort of like raises that level because it touches on everything. So when every when anyone interacts with your brand, it's so clear that, oh, you know, this is Laurieann because, you know, when I go to Instagram and then I get her emails and then I see her in person the through line is there. Like she is being authentic to who she is. And it, it just adds this layer of like professionalism, I think as well. Yes. Um, you know, in the speaking world, we kind of would joke about people who haven't like updated their headshots Yes, that, you know, like I would show up, you know, at an event and they'd be like, oh, you look just like your website. Yeah. It's like dating, right? You want to like I'm look like, like your match profile or whatever. Yes. yes. And, and, I, and I always found that kind of funny. It was like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you're like the right person, <laughs> you know, because also they're putting your headshot out, out there in all of their brochures about the conference. Can you imagine like a different person right. getting up on stage? The audience would be like, where's, where, where's the speaker? Yeah. Who's the, who's the sub? Right. Or, you know, if, you know, and I think it's just like, it may look like you, but it has to feel like you too, right? If you're going to show up, um, I don't know, like if all of your headshots are very casual, right? But like you're coming to speak in the formal suit and like there's something that just doesn't match with your brand because like everything about your brand feels very casual, jeans, barefoot, t-shirt. And then all of a sudden here you are like straight up, you know, black power suit. Like there's a mismatch there too, you know? Good, good point. Which like leads me into our next question, which is, what are those key ingredients? I mean, if we're saying like it's everything, yeah, and it's so much more than just those colors and the font, yeah, it talk is. to us about those ingredients. And you know, and I think it is about like coming up with what makes you you and what is most important to you. Um, for me, I have sort of. Um, so I think the ingredients for me, it's like your brand heart. 
So that's your your values, your unique position, um, understanding, you know, how you're representing just like the business itself. Um, do you what are your, you know, I like to ask what their business pronouns are. You know, when I started out, I felt like I needed to have like, it needed to be, we do this at the district brand bar and our values are this and whatever. And it's like, well, actually like, it's just me, <laughs> you know, like, and when I talk, it's just me. There's, I don't have a team behind me. I need to start representing it as like, this is just my business and you are getting me when you work with me and there's not some like we behind me. Uh, but so your brand's heart then the visual identity. And so that is the look and feel your logo. Um, I'm sorry, I keep trying to mute my phone and it's not working. Um, your, uh, and then the brand assets. So having templates that are similar, um, having, um, you know, your Canva templates, your website, just like everything have that like cohesive look and feel. Then there's the brand voice. And so your brand voice, you know, you have the, um, your tone, your personality. Uh, we both, you know, come from uh, a copyright mentor, Marisa Corcoran, where she talks about her word closet. I like to throw emojis into my word closet, you know, just sort of have like the same theme that like, you know, your phrases, your words that you typically use that should have like that through line in your messaging, your brand story. So that's sort of in like the brand voice. So those are like the three big components that like, when you're talking about like crafting a brand, like that's the three areas that I look at. And then I do, you know, again, there's the marketing, there's the client experience, there's your content strategy, but we can set that aside for the moment, even though I do think it is a big piece of just how everyone react, interacts with you. Yeah. Now, is there any part of uh, either creating a new brand or, you know, reestablishing your brand, you know, doing a, you know, like maybe like some sort of a pivot that does anybody or do you like ever bring in like, you know, almost like that buyer psychology? Mm -hmm. Like I'm such a neuroscience nerd, you know, like, do you ever like steer people away from, yeah, you don't really want to use that color because of, I don't know. So you know, I do think, I don't know if I go into like buyer psychology. Um, when it comes to colors, just colors specifically, I do believe like they have to represent you. You have to like those colors because you're going to use them a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have, you're going to, people see maybe a tenth of your content, even like your, you know, your biggest followers are only going to see a small percent of your content, but you see that every day you're creating in it. You're, you know, so I'm like, go to your closet. What do you like? You know, what what colors do you draw from? Um, but I do believe there is sort of like a Venn diagram between like your ideal audience and you and sort of like in the middle. Um, and when you're talking about like, you know, you need to define your leadership style for yourself and not your audience. I do believe there is a piece of that. Um, I also think when you think about marketing and your brand right because it is about the customer service experience like a lot of it is about your ideal audience and this is maybe more around messaging particularly like you need to use language that is going to draw in your ideal audience and maybe um dissuade the ones that maybe are not your ideal audience uh and so whether I don't know if it's really about psychology, I think it's just about learning who your ideal audience is, who you are, and then like, where is that perfect, like meet in the middle of the Venn diagram and like that sweet spot. 
Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> and I, and I, the only reason why I ask is because I was like genuinely curious because when it comes to, uh, I just, I'm just so fascinated with how people do what they do and yeah. buying is just no, one totally. of those things. I mean, certainly I'm going to say your buttons on your website and your emails, like they need to be bright and stand out, you know, and I think there's come some color stuff and I've written a whole blog post uh, for in a freelance role around color psychology. Um, but I, I honestly, I think it's interesting that I, when I see like what people lean into kind of like somehow just magically like work. Mm -hmm. color psychology wise as well um you know and maybe it's you know subconsciously that they're choosing those colors because they want to represent you know like if they're choosing purple it's because you know it has this like sort of royalty feel but also passionate or whatever you know I, I just it is interesting I think the people may subconsciously or maybe they consciously choose the colors because of that because they don't know what to pick and so they go to the a blog post like I've written and say okay that's what I should do I don't know <laughs> so all right so your so your buttons on your website should be bright yes. so we don't have to follow the rule that it has to be one of your branding colors well I think it I think if we're talking branding colors, I think you should have like a sort of a light neutral color so that you can have that in the background of like your website and some of your things. I think you should have one or two bright colors that are very, your like signature colors. Um, and then if, if one of those are not a bright sort of standout color, then you should have one so that everything's like cohesive. Um, but so, you know, I have red and orange, I have a black, I have a like tan color so that it all kind of works. Uh, and like, but you better believe like, you know, the red is like the button, right? You know, like I'm drawing yes. people to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that a lot. Okay. So one more question. Yes. So somebody's going to like start to like, okay, I either need to establish a brand. Yeah. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to redo my brand. Um, what are like some of the questions that you have them start thinking about? Yeah. Um, so a lot of it is, you know, I actually, I go through in my marketing bar membership, um, I have them create their own signature cocktail. And I'm like, what is the cocktail that you are making? And it's just a fun activity to like have them think through. And I have them, we actually, in the whole branding course, it is about a bar that they're creating. Uh, and so I'm like, when you walk into your business, imagine it's a bar, what's the vibe that you're giving off? You know, is it some like, um, like downtown lounge where people are like networking and it's like that happy hour vibe or they're off work, but they're still like in work mode and they're just getting stuff done. Is it the place where you're going to relax and feel at home and feel like the bartender is just going to know my drink. And it just feels like the safe space that I can just like unwind with a book. Is it, you know, the tiki lounge on the beach where everyone's in vacation mode and just like happy, you know, so I, I actually have them walk through all of these things to think through, like, what is that experience? Cause again, it, your brand is your, the experience that someone has with your business. And like, what is that? And then I think when you visualize it in a fun way, you can really get down to some of like the nitty gritty. 
I really like that. That's, I was, as you were explaining that, I'm sitting here envisioning, you know. Yeah, like, what would your bar be? <laughs> what would mine be? And I totally get like the disconnect. Like you would have somebody who had the tiki bar, mm-hmm. you know, type brand and, you know, like somebody walked in on the beach for, with a suit on. Like that right. would just not happen. Right. You know, yeah. not even if they were the hotel manager, they would probably be in something that's a little more casual anyways. Yeah. So there's that cohesiveness. Yeah. yeah like and mine, you, mm, so tell me. Yeah. I think mine would like wh- what kind sort of came to mind was a place that's classy, mm-hmm. but also that like, just like when you were saying like the bartender, like knows who you are, yeah. you walk in, you know, like you see the same, some of the same faces, like on a typical Friday night, because you're going right. there to hang out a little more often. Um, the bartender just like, like, I like that. Like, Hey, Lorianne, I got this new wine in. like, it would definitely mm-hmm. be like a wine yeah. for me that yeah. they would hand me. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. And I love that, you know, for me, like, you know, I really, any member in my, my membership, any like one-on-one client, like I want to be friends with you. Like I am the bartender that's going to like hang out with you and like overshare and listen to your problems and like, you know, maybe ignore some people coming in. Cause we're like, we're here. Uh, whereas some people, you know, maybe they're, when you, when you think about like how you're interacting your services and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm not actually great on the one-to-one. Like I'd rather just like offer up a lot of um, tools that they can purchase or a course and I can kind of walk them through but you know like maybe you're more of an introvert or something and so it's a cocktail bar where they have a big menu that you can order from but you know you're not really interacting too much with the bartender you're just letting them do their thing I mean I think it's just it's a fascinating again I love it in a good analogy but I do think when you visualize in a real world situation because sometimes our business just feels a little more abstract with the brand and you're trying to compete with all these different people and trying to figure out who you are. If you like grounded in something that you can relate to in a way, but has nothing to do with your business can kind of help. (laughs) Right. It's just sort of like sheds some light yeah, and gives you like, you know, like here's the first step. Let's envision like what kind of bar you mm-hmm. feel comfortable in and that you're going to hang out in. And from there, we come up with the speaker style or the, your right. branding style yeah. and your colors and fonts and content yeah. fillers. Mm-hmm. I love all of this. This has been a fascinating conversation. I know people yeah. are going to get a ton out of this. Please share where people can find you yeah. and go from there. Yeah. So um, I'm most active on Instagram at District Brand Bar. Um, I also have a really fun quiz that helps you discover your signature brand's marketing style. Um, and so it's based on four cocktail styles. You're either on the rock, shaken, stirred, or neat. And it gives you tips on how to market your brand based on your personality so you can feel really natural and authentic uh, when you are marketing your personal brand or business. Uh, and you'll get lots of tips and tricks. So you can get that at marketingstylequiz.com. Uh, I'm sure there will be some in the show notes, but um, yeah, I would love to, and I would just love to connect with you guys. If you uh, listen to this and you want to share what type of bar your brand would be, please come and DM me on Instagram because I would love to hear it. 
Great. So go down below, you'll be able to find her, her, uh, where to find her on Instagram and head on over to what was that quiz again? Marketingstylequiz.com. Marketingstylequiz.com. I know I'm going to head over there right after this. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Well, I don't know about you, but I had a blast having this conversation with Kristen. Hopefully you learned as much as I did, if not more. I mean, she makes branding so much fun and obviously so much more than just your logos and your colors. It is literally everything and how you make your customers and clients feel when they interact with your brand, that consistency. So again, if you want to reach out to Kristen so you can learn more about Kristen and follow her to continue learning from her. See you next week on And Be In Demand.